Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Hypersloth Happy Half Hour with your quarantine dream team, Zigzag and Rufus. Put on your captain's hat because we're going to help you navigate these uncharted territories that are the quarantine. We're going to catch you up on the day's events. We're going to talk politics. We're going to talk whatever comes to mind. So grab a beer, put your feet up, and get ready for the Hypersloth Happy Half Hour. Ow, ow, ow. Hello, Slotions. Ding dong. The dick is limp, I guess I would say. Dick is limp. It was always limp. Yeah, probably. Obviously, it was. I mean, Jesus, why else did you act like such a fucking animal? Melania confessed for that. To to overcompensate for your limp dickedness. I mean, surely. So what do you think? I mean, I guess I'd like to say uh, to the listeners, I'm sorry. First of all, for ranting about Donald Trump and letting Donald Trump control my feelings for the last four years. I also would say, I'm sorry again, we will probably never, ever have to talk politics on this show again. I mean, there's a good chance of that, correct? I feel like we're stepping into a new frontier. I don't know what the fuck we're going to talk about. I know. I mean, are we back to talking about music and fucking uh, inventing things? Yeah, I mean, shit, we already were kind of back to it the last couple of shows, talking about doing a Butterfinger challenge and whatnot. I mean, all those things are not on the table and free to be explored. I mean, we're back literally to experimental radio because we were not experimental radio when we were fucking doing pundancy. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. pundancy. Good word. I'm going to call that, is pundancy a word? I hope so. It is, it is now. Wow. It always should have been, to be honest with you. Did, I don't know if you've watched anything that day, but I just watched Jen Psaki, right? Mm-hmm. A nice-looking young lady, I might add, uh, is the new secretary for Trump. And, not Trump, oh, my God, for Biden. And uh, she sat and answered questions the whole time. She didn't yell at anyone. She did not storm off the I mean, I must say it was rather refreshing to watch. Almost boring. Okay, now, I got to know, how many scathing tweets has Biden sent out to the people that didn't vote for him? Well, he's only been in office for seven hours, so I like to think that Trump, like, he'll be like, Trump, that'll come around one o'clock when he really, his medicine has completely worn off. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I can't wait for Biden to carry the torch to Trump. (laughs) Yeah, he will. I mean, I wonder if he'll even tweet out anything. You know what I mean? I would like, this could be the end of Twitter, honestly. I, I hope he doesn't because I, I just want, you know, like the White House official page to tweet. I don't need the president to tweet. president's got better fucking shit to do right. than tweeting. Yeah, you know what? Someone honestly should just be tweeting as at POTUS or whatever in it. You're right. It right, shouldn't right. be Biden. It should be Biden maybe says something to someone and then they tweet it out. Because, sorry, right, I right. have a handful with COVID and, uh, you know, the global warming. I mean, I'm just a little busy to be fucking tweeting. I mean, I don't even have time during the day to be tweeting, okay? And I'm not a really, really busy person. But, I mean, I would think that the President of the United States is would be busier than myself, for sure. I'll, I'll, 
already oh, today, Biden sat down and he signed like 17 executive orders, and I think most were like overturning Trump's bullshit. We're overturning things that Trump put into effect. I mean, how fucking beautiful is that? That's that's, awesome. that's a fucking straight up kick in the teeth, and it's just saying. See, see the photo of him in the Oval Office with the stack. No, I did not. Oh, that's a good photo. He's got the mask on, but he's just sitting there. looks like a badass. He's got the stack and then one in front of him. He's just getting ready to knock all that shit down. Holding it up so everyone could see his, uh, his John Hancock. No. Is that what Trump used to do? Turn it out so everybody could see it? Right. And most of them were blank, if I recall correctly. He just was signing pieces of paper and... <laughs> Some of them are blank. Turning over for people to see. I want to know how long into uh, Biden's presidency before he, like, draws on a map with a Sharpie and says that there is a hurricane coming to that area. (laughs) I don't know. I guess it's as soon as he cures COVID in the next week. (laughs) Right. Now that he has nothing but free. You know what I'm going to do, dude? On my, in my personal email from now, not my personal, my business email, at the very end of it, I'm going to put, uh, that I am very busy doing, making many calls and doing many things into the early evening or into the late into the night and early in the day. Wasn't that like Trump's thing for the last uh, like six months? That's yeah, what his said. I think that was his email signature. He just was too busy doing many things and making many important phone calls. Why mm-hmm. can't I get this to come up? Where did it go, Rufus? I'm looking for this. I can see that there's a message. There it is. There you are, buddy. There you are. That's all I do that. It's nice. Nice. I mean, I'm a little disappointed because the way that you reenacted the photo, he had his elbow on these things that he was just about to overturn everything. I thought he had his arm on it like that and he was doing this. (laughs) That's what I thought. Yeah, okay. I think that's the picture I wanted to see for sure. He's looking get Photoshop at work on it. The funny thing is, I can't believe he hasn't golfed yet. Right? Look at all the pins. He's got pins for each a pin for each one of those. Oh yeah, because you give away the pin as a like a a gift to someone, right? I think that probably that little girl who voted or who like had what's her Greta Thunberg. Oh yeah, the, the global warming thing. She's probably getting the one to go back into the Paris Climate Accord. Uh, uh, right, right. I think that uh, probably uh, – did you see who's in the, the pictures behind him? I saw – I was looking at that. that. I think uh, the pictures that uh, came with the frames at Target. That's exactly what that one looks like with the guy on the, the other – the kid on the shoulders. I think that – I think I saw that picture for sale on Dreamtime. Didn't I? It actually was one of the free ones. And look at the Photoshop job they did on the windows in there. Jesus Christ. He's obviously in some sort of bunker somewhere, and they Photoshopped him. I, dude, I'm going to be honest with you. I was scared. I was scared something awful was going to happen today. I was scared I was something scared. awful was going to happen today, and then I saw I saw the picture before the headline of this explosion that happened in Spain. Right. And I thought, oh, fuck, it's going down. You know, I thought that was in D.C. or something, but then I, oh, it's just Spain, no big deal. So when, okay, when does it go down, right? Because they're not not planning on doing something. I think uh, they're pussies, and most of them are just like, eh, 
You think so? Dude, most of them are. It's it's like a D and D game to these people. You know, they love the game, like slouching back to their fucking trailers, getting drunk on the way. (laughs) Right. Only to get up tomorrow and do it all over again. I hope that they fucking got the bed bugs out of the White House. I mean, I hope that they gave it a good fucking deverminating. You know what I mean? That's all Wait, because they were they had the hazmat guys spraying the place down for COVID, but you know the symbolism is get this fucking shit out of here. Where do you think the most disgusting thing Trump did to the fucking White House last night was? As a you know, just because he's such a fucking repugnant asshole, to to completely defile the fucking White House. What could he have possibly done? To think? I bet he rubbed his nutsack on every doorknob. I mean, I'm thinking along those veins, but I'm thinking even, like, more disgusting. He, like, rubbed his nutsack on, like, uh, a bust of George Washington or, you know, something just completely fucking disgusting. Blew his nose into something fucking that has some kind of sacred value. They should have been protecting all that shit from him. Yeah, he should have been out long ago. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. You think Melania gave him a, a last night in the White House blowy? Oh, God. I don't know. I feel bad for her just having to do what she has to do with that guy. She, you know what? Typical, you fucking, when you marry for money, you pay for every fucking dime of it. And that's, she's talking the fucking conspiracy theory, right, about birther movement and shit. She's a fucking disgusting. She's got her job to do. Genius, though, right? I mean, she's She's here on a genius. If you can believe yeah, you didn't know that? No. How she got her, yeah. She was here on a genius visa, thanks to Donald, and then she became a uh, a citizen. Then they brought her parents over and made them citizens, right? But that's different, right? I mean, that's different. Than, she must you have taken that same genius online test you took. Uh, probably, dude. <laughs> probably did. I'm actually going to have yours come with a visa. Uh, I'm going to have 120. No, but that'd be a good fucking uh, way to package a visa thing together. <laughs> Hell yeah, it would. Right? A one-way plane ticket, uh, a visa application, and a score from a genius website that obviously we would set up, and only the truly smart would get through. <laughs> correct? Mostly, I think what we're mostly looking for is Trump University uh, graduates. I think those are the people we want to focus on. You have you to have, have proof. Yeah, yeah, the document that you printed out on your own printer once you quote unquote graduated. Yes. Well, and also the bill. Hang on, even though. Well, <laughs> that's sufficient about Trump University is the bill was on the diploma. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. It's a very quick thing to put together. <laughs> the diploma was a receipt. Well, what you don't realize is all that was in an effort to save the environment, right? They did not want to print things on more paper. So you get your sheepskin on one side. On the other side is the bill. On, and then separately in the mail comes the collection from the collection agency because you know that you know you've been ripped off, and they just start collections immediately. Right. right. What's, what's great, though, is as soon as you graduate, you get offered a job to work for the collection agency. Collect your own debt. You get to work, work it off. In the debt of others, and you get to work it off. Yes. It's a great system that Trump has put together, for sure. We made it better just now. 
We, we did. We definitely did. It might have succeeded. It might, it might have if you would have put those things together. But it took a couple of guys with 120-plus IQs, one of them documented, I might say, and uh, a guy that I'm assuming is around 120, 119, 118, or somewhere thereabouts, just not over 120. I'd be interested to have that test everybody needs to write so i thought something must be wrong with the test <laughs> because why i mean you get a 122 i just i got the answer correct so i thought well there must be there must be something wrong with this test so you're 160 plus obviously yeah. sure you're not but you're not a legit genius until you start start talking just using your computer because you don't have time to talk to people the truth was that stephen hawking could talk right he just didn't want to waste his fucking time doing it Man, I, I can I empathize with that. <laughs> he, he probably was sick of people's stupid questions. Imagine being a guy, I mean, even if it's, uh, what's his name, Tyson? Who's that guy? That The the guy who's still led us into, uh, you know who he is. The black science guy. Yeah, what was his name? Neil. Neil Cross Tyson. Tyson, that's right, right? And, uh, Imagine how stupid a fucking normal question sounds to a person like that. And probably and normal questions that they've gotten every fucking time they've said. Anyone have a question? <laughs> oh, my God. What about even like a question like, where's the elevator? While you're standing under the elevator sign. <laughs> <laughs> I think that makes people that are genius. I have enough trouble with people's stupid questions. Imagine a guy with a 160-plus fucking IQ listening to stupid questions. Neil deGrasse Tyson has no time for that kind of question. I, mean, I assume that most stupid questions come pe- come from people with IQs of 120 and below. Or wait, wait, below 120. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I think myself. That's I'm no 120. I'm 119 at best. <laughs> that's on a good day. Right. That's if the wind is blowing south southeast. <laughs> Yeah, I guess I'm probably just a just a meager old 120. Well, I did well, I did well, tell well. you that I took that test at four o'clock in the morning after being up all night, and I just couldn't sleep, so I decided to take an IQ test. You know, you, know, you think maybe that's helped you? Like, if you're like awake and alert, you start overthinking. Yeah, shit. that's true. Very true. And I think the fact that I didn't really care, you know what I mean? There wasn't like a lot of pressure on. I was more annoyed that when they made me have to sign up with my email to get the results. You know what I mean? Every successful thing that's happened in my life, whether it was like getting a better job, is when I didn't give a fuck because like I had a job that was okay. And I was right. like, yeah, if I get this better job, that's all right. And so I went to the interview and I'm just relaxed and checking my watch and you shoot from the head. Dude. Right. I got a real you know, job. We like your gumption. We like the way you blew us off in that first meeting, dude. We could tell you were a real go-getter. You didn't you even really have to us something there. We're on to something. We've mined. We have now mined the perfect specimen for this job. Yeah, no, I agree with that 100%. When you don't need something or don't care about something, it almost always – it's like, hey, you don't need money. Oh, you just get a fucking refund for fucking $250 from something or – you know, I mean, you win the lottery. 
You don't need it. Okay. But when you need something, like, they fucking know. You're not going to get it. Like, you're waiting for a piece of mail. It never fucking comes. I mean, I think that watch pot never boil thing could almost be true. It's totally fucking true. Who thought of that? Was that was that Ben Franklin? Did he think of that? I think that's an old Ben Franklin saying. I mean, look, I never tried to get a girlfriend to get married, and yet here I am. I never tried to get a girl pregnant, and I can't even tell you how many fucking illegitimate children I have. It's because you succeed where others fail, and that's simply by being you. That's on a full release, a full back full release. This is well documented. But, I mean, you think, you hear about those people who are trying to have kids. I mean, this, I've heard this anecdotally a few times. People are trying to have kids super bad, right? Okay, they start, we want to get pregnant super bad. They could never fucking get pregnant, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's like when they stop trying, that's when they get pregnant. Because the pressure is off. Exactly. Here's a fucking story I have for you. My wife's friend when she was growing up, right, her okay. husband, Joe, had a vasectomy, okay? Sure, sure. And afterwards, she got pregnant with twins. And they're and Joes. They are. I mean, that's what they're that's saying. That's a good oh, question. Oh, that's the first thing I said. Of course I said, are they Joes? I would assume that at some point Joe said, are they Joes? If I were Joe, that'd be my first thought. What the fuck? Yeah, I mean, do they, like Joe? Did they come out looking like Joe? Yeah, I mean, they both were like 46 years old when they came out. Yeah, they that's like <laughs> they had the sex to me. Whatever. Turns out they were Joe. But I oh, mean, yeah. I, I would. I'm sorry. I would have some questions too. I'm with you on that. I think that's a legitimate fucking question. Can you sue the doctor in that situation? I don't. You know, they're. They're, they were excited to have kids, I guess. I mean, even though it was one of those things, unfortunately, where their next kid closest in age was like nine, right? So those kids, they're all put, they had three kids that were older, like a teenager, uh, maybe two teenagers and a nine-year-old, and oh, they gosh. thought they were having kids, they and then twins? they have twins. Yeah. They should they have a Reality yeah, TV show. Uh, you know what? I'm so sick of all those fucking reality TV shows <laughs> like that. Aren't you? Honestly? Yes, yes. Because, I'm, okay, the sad part is about most of those reality shows like that where someone has, like, too many kids. Like, some of the kids are chromosomally damaged, right? I'm, dude, I wish I was joking, but if you, if you ever watch any of those shows, there's always one or two kids who is not healthy. A diluted stock. Yeah, it's not like the Waltons. You know what I mean? No, it's not like the Waltons. You remember the Waltons? Of course, I remember the Waltons. That was the first uh, John and Kate plus eight. <laughs> oh no, I was talking about the Waltons, the people that own Walmart. You, which were you were talking about? <laughs> That's true. Okay, good point. Good point. Did you ever at night want to be like, "Good night, Rufus. Good night, Zigzag." Good night, Mama. Good night, Daddy. Um, All I know is this. Go to sleep. Now, when they in that show, they did that like that bedtime prayer, right? It's like if I lay me down to sleep, something about dying and shit. That fucking prayer used to scare the fuck out of me as a kid. 
right? I never fucking would say that fucking prayer. I'm like, fuck that. Don't it's fucking, so I don't want to die in my fucking sleep. Acknowledge, Acknowledge Yeah, but now that I'm older, I kind of hope I die in my sleep. Well, yeah, that's different. You were a little kid then. You had your whole life. In. When's the last time you said that prayer? I don't think I've ever said the prayer. I, I, I know of it. I've never said well, yeah, it. Yeah, I, mean, I think it's in a Metallica song, right? Yeah, yeah. Inner Sandman about dying in your sleep. <laughs> Saying that to fucking give you a nightmare. Imagine hearing that as a fucking kid. Then having to say it. Right, I mean, I just, I never, I always hated that fucking prayer. I hated it. And my parents never made us say prayers for bed, but it's like occasionally you would sleep over at someone's house and their parents would be like, okay, say your prayers. And then they say something like that and you're like, are these fucking people going to hatchet me to death in my fucking sleep? Why am I talking about dying in sleep? I commend you for using hatchet as a verb. <laughs> well, it, it can be, right? Yes, I love it. Someone the hatchet. <laughs> he was hatcheted to death. He was hatcheted to death. I think I saw that on uh, the first forty-eight. They're like, "Yep, looks like <laughs> those gang members are always winging hatchets around at each other. They're hatcheting each other." <laughs> what do you call that? I guess chopping. I, I mean, is chopping with an axe? I mean, or a no, hatchet? No, it should yeah. be hatcheting. I like it. Hatchet. Is a real thing, right? Make it funny. I thought it was awesome. Good well, usage. The difference between a hatchet and an axe size, right? I mean, an axe is considerably larger than a hatchet. Right. Biden's a, an axe. Trump's a hatchet. An axe. Easily uh, transported in a backpack or down your pant leg, right? Sure. Anywhere that you might need to sneak in a small axe to do a hatcheting action, you can do it uh, with, a, with a hatchet instead of an axe. You can put a hatchet in a zipped-up hoodie on the subway. There you go. I mean, what is the, the hatchet is like the most versatile fucking murder tool there is. It's the multi-tool of assassination. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, think you can take apart a whole body with one if you needed to. Right? Clearly, <laughs> someone with a hatchet. I mean, either blood force trauma, right, to the head, or straight up uh, slash and bleed. Flash <laughs> and bleed. That's what they call it, a proper hatcheting, I think. Is a sl- I like to use the flash and bleed technique. I don't know what you use. I mean, there might be another technique that you're. That I'm not aware of. I just like for the, the the hack and run. The hack and run is it's popular with the young kids. That's for sure. With you yeah, young, just let them bleed out while they're chasing you, and then when you look back and they're not there, then you can retrace your steps and dismember them. Come apart, finish the job, so to speak. They gotta get that hatchet right between the joint and kind of. Hey, I saw, I saw Ming Tsai do that when we lived in fucking Roehampton. It's a fucking it's a wonderful technique. It is. It's great for cooking. After that, he started selling his knives. Have you seen Ming Tsai's knives? No, like a knife. I was pretty legitimate, if you ask me. I actually liked his cooking show. Me too. But it was, it was on. See, the weird thing about all those old cooking shows, where they were all on PBS, right? Ming Tsai was on PBS. Jacques Pepin was on CBS. That the original fucking cooking show, really, in my lifetime, was that Justin Wilson. Remember that guy? Woo! Cajun cook. I know you I know. told me that guy. You told me about that guy. He had his own. Uh, Flavor of ruffles out, I think, at one point. Justin Wilson's Cajun ruffles. 
I mean, he was like the original celebrity. Per- well, I mean, I guess there was people going back. Who's the lady who wrote all the cookbooks? Uh, Julie uh, Child. You know, she was a CIA informant. Or she worked for the CIA. This, not all the details, yeah. Easy fucking crazy world, dude. Let me tell you. Where do you think she learned to cook? By poisoning other politicians while she cooked for them. If, hey, you can make poison taste good. You get your work cut out for you. Isn't that what Putin tried to do to that poor guy that then the guy, after they poisoned, how is this? This is life in Russia. This is what we were headed for in the United States. That guy that the Russians poisoned, right? You heard mm-hmm. about this months ago. He was poisoned. Goes the back. Bomb? Goes yes. Goes back to Russia and they put him in jail for not dying from getting poisoned. Why did he go back exactly? I mean, I know he's a leader. He's like a, an opposition leader. People look up to him, and he's he's one of these guys that really has a cause. But still, at some point, I'd be like, "Damn, yeah, fuck the cause. I'm just gonna not go back." I think I would rather live. Right, because they didn't they accidentally poison his daughter too. Accidentally. Well, you know, it's just crazy. Yeah, why would you ever go back? I guess because you have to prove that point. And I, I guess at some point maybe there needs to be a martyr. You think? I think. And I also read that if he goes back and something happens to him, then it just proves his point and makes his cause even stronger. Because he's right. like, fuck it, I'll go back, and if I get killed in a mysterious way, then you know that everything I've said is fucking true. Well, I mean, I think putting him in jail and probably, I would imagine, abusing him while he's in jail. I mean, I'm sure he's going to fall down some stairs. I mean, he could just, quote, unquote, yeah. die. And they'd be like, fake news. He just slipped on a banana peel and broke his fucking head open. You know, and they'd be like, oh, yeah, I guess that's what happened because uh, the news said it, the government news. I mean, we were headed that way. You were definitely headed towards fucking hell. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Scary time. If we had another four years, we would have yeah, been a lot closer to it by the end of those four years. I think, honestly, Rufus, I think if he would have gotten four more years, we would be a lot closer to it in fucking three months. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, it just would have been game on. There's no stopping him because then, I mean, this is the kind of dickhead Donald Trump was. The, the day that he got sworn into office, he signed the paperwork to run for re-election. What? what? Yeah. I just heard that on the news today. Jeez. Fucking, yeah. So he was like, oh, yep, I'm Donald Trump. I'm going to get re-elected. And, you know, we do have a history of, of electing uh, politicians, right? I mean, Ronald what? Reagan, what? the first one. Well, the first one I knew of. But, I mean, uh, Gopher. Gopher from the Love Boat. I think he was a he was a senator for a while, was he not? Sure. sure. Al Franken. Al Franken, right? And but see, there's some of these people are halfway intelligent people. I mean, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. super I, intelligent. He's, he's I mean he's a very level-headed person for a Republican, right? Because he's yeah. a conservative, so he says. Right, right. He's, you know, he's a very open-minded guy as far as everything else goes. He's just a – I heard him on Howard Stern a while back. He's like, I'm just fiscally – I'm a Republican. Technically, right, right. my belief system is not general Republican, but, you know, oh, sure. ran as a Republican. I guess fiscally, being fiscally conservative is probably re- Republican enough in a place like California. First thing, did a really good, like, video speech after the, the brouhaha. I saw it. It was I mean, awesome. He's a really – 
Dude, it's crazy that you can go from like this almost like a, a, a action movie joke kind of guy to somebody who's like legit fucking respected as just a you know a good thinker and think speaker. about it. this is a guy that lived the fucking American dream. It means more to him than it does anyone ever fucking born in America, right? <laughs> the American dream <laughs> is a real fucking thing that they can attain because he fucking was working as a bricklayer. Right. Yeah, you know what I mean, and then he ends up, you know, where he was at, and then there was the governor of of California. I mean, I guess Mike West Newbies, where where did we get lost? That we're like only an American-born person can be the president of the United States because the first president was not American-born, right? I mean, George Washington was not born. <laughs> no, no. So how does that make any fucking sense? I don't, I don't know. know. Honestly, <laughs> if, if I, I'd vote for Schwarzenegger. If Schwarzenegger had run against Trump, well, I mean, obviously, that's a no-brainer. Yeah, but I'd have voted for Schwarzenegger if he ran against Biden. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. But he can't, you know what I mean, which is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Just like ex-felons can't vote or whatever. I know. That's totally fucking ridiculous. That's just more disenfranchisement, you know, eat people from voting because they know that the majority of people in – prison or black, right? Did you, I saw this whole special on PBS where it was about getting people the right to vote after they've been in prison. And so they gave a bunch of them the right to vote after they got out of prison, right? They gave it back. But you had, mm-hmm. this is in Florida, but you had to be current on all your payments to the city. And yeah, we're going to go on the show a little bit here. Rufus, bear with me. And uh, so the problem was these guys that got out of prison could never find out how much they owed, right? And they could, oh, there was God. no way for them to make a payment. This is this is the honest to God truth. And you're talking like five or six hundred thousand people in one state. <laughs> yeah. And this black guy said, "I've had enough." He put together a whole coalition of people to find out to make sure that people knew how much they owed, right, and how to pay it. And then he started getting a bunch of donations from people paying them for other people. It takes one dude with the balls and the gumption to just say, I've had enough, and to do something. They never expect it. But if if somebody really tries to do something. went and voted. This is what happened to this guy. He went and voted, and they tried to fucking say he broke the law, right, by voting while he owed money or voting while, you know, convicted. He's like, Hey, I tried to pay it. I couldn't find a fucking way to pay it. Right? Mm-hmm. You show me how to pay it. Show me how to do it. Right? Then he got so worked up. Yeah, he's like, fuck this. It's not right. Uh, good old America. Proud to be an American. Hey, you hey, might you be might. soon. I'm proud to be and proud to be an American, dude. And you know what? I'm the the people that we owe that to are the people that have been disenfranchised voters forever because oh, yeah, they were yeah. able Absolutely. by mail. They weren't intimidated to come to the polls. They weren't threatened with a fucking poll tax. You know what okay. I mean? They were able to fucking vote. Well, I'm thinking maybe you're right. This might be the end of the fucking GOP, dude. Should be. It might, it might be. be. Or at least this version of it, for sure. Really have showed their fucking true colors. You know? Yeah. yeah. And it's so crazy that it's just boiled down to that. The people that are so nuts, right? It's, this is truly, to me, the last gasp. Because, you know, they know American is being 
integrated with a lot of different colored people, a lot of different, you know, religions and stuff. And they're just this angry little cauldron that is just getting melted down to this super nasty little fucking core of psychos. You know what I mean? I mean, do you understand what I'm saying? I know I probably sound crazy, but it's no, just the worst, the worst is, is just kind of boiling together and making an ultra worst, I would say. Yeah. yeah. No, the, the, the GOP, at least in the last four years, has for sure been like the flying monkeys from the Wizard of Oz. You know? You know what I mean? Yes. They're just... Who's chaos. Just fucking... And do whatever they say. They don't even think before doing things. They just do. Yeah, they're, just, they're just serving a master brainlessly, right. thoughtlessly, blindly. It's like, oh, yes, yes, me do, me do, me right. do. Oh, I like your Igor. Nice Igor. <laughs> Thank but, you. <laughs> but you're right. They are just brainless, unmasked. You know what I mean? Do whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, they were willing to overthrow our fucking government. Right? And so were these guys who were in the fucking Senate or in the Congress telling them to do so should be expelled, dude. If you wrote a fucking... A threatening letter and left it in your high school, you're fucking expelled, right? Even though nothing happened, but you incite violence on the fucking Capitol grounds and you get to keep your job as a fucking congressman? No, no they, they no. Should, should be more than just getting fired. Right. Arnold can't be president? Oh my God. The whole system. You know what? The problem is they wrote the Constitution with a feather by candlelight. I think it's probably time to update it a little bit. Maybe. Let's use uh, Microsoft Word. Uh, yeah, let's do something that, yeah, well, no, something that doesn't crash or lock up your computer. So maybe just Apple Notepad would be good enough. We'll make a we'll shared make a Google sh- Doc so that everybody well, yeah, can participate. Let's start working on it now. I want you to start typing up the first 2,000 words, and then I'll take over at the very end where I add my amendments. <laughs> where you fix it. Right, yeah, where I amend what I think is wrong with the country. First and foremost, that only an American-born person can be president. Amen. I mean, that should be amended because we consider ourselves the melting pot, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, does that mean a DACA recipient could be president or not? I don't know. Something cool. I don't know how the government yeah. works exactly. American-born? I mean, that's their deal, right? Or they just... Yeah, you're yeah, a, foreign, a foreign citizen. But if you're a citizen... Right, you just have to be born here. That's what I don't understand about DACA. Are they just people that came here as little kids? Because I thought everybody that's born in America is automatically an American citizen, right? Yes. yes. Google DACA. Let's just find out what's going on with DACA, or I'll be up all night. DACA. DACA. <laughs> Deferred action for childhood arrivals. Okay, so they are little kids that just come over here. Right. But, I mean, you're talking little kids that could be, like, less than one. Right, right. If you get citizenship, like, let them stick around. If they get citizenship and they grow up to be a fucking 45, 50-year-old adult that wants to run for president. Even a 20-year-old. Right? But, right, but I'm saying if they've lived their life here and contributed, why the why? fuck not? You're right. You know what? It should be rewritten to say any citizen of the United States 
could be president. Not exactly. anyone born in the United States could I mean, be president. I mean, the Constitution was made when we had just, you know, departed ways from England, so they didn't want some English guy to come over right. and run for president. I get it. Quickly, you right. know? Yes, right. I totally that's get it. Yeah, and that's fine in 1700 in something, right? Right yeah. now, I think we could probably – and back then, I mean – Technically, I guess, could a American Indian have been president then under those rules? That shit gets weird, man. I don't know how that works. Dude, I was talking to a guy today, uh, a guy that I've been working with, pretty cool guy, very cool guy, as a matter of fact. He can be, he's slow, soft material. But he said to me, what do you think it would be like, like architecture-wise, or what do you think America would be like if we never came here and the Indians – we're still people here, you know? And I was, I mean, I kind of was like, well, I mean, they had it pretty good. I wonder if anything would have changed, you know, they're happy hunting and living like that. And he's like, yeah, but I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean that they would have not changed. Yeah. But I think they would have had more of a, cause they were communal, right? I think they would have had more of a, if it ain't broke, don't fix it mentality. You know what I'm saying? So eventually, They'd probably have a great fucking life here. Sure, maybe more advancements in tech, but it'd probably be in the benefit of the community. Right. And still, eventually, some capitalist Europeans would come over and fuck it all up. What if they were still living like that nowadays, but the whole world had technically advanced the way that it has? You know, but, but say the white man never came and settled here, and it was all just still American Indian. I guess it would be like Mexico, right? I mean, that's kind of what happened to Mexico. Well, there are places like that in the Amazon and other places right. now where no right. one's fucking set foot and they're just tribal people. Right. And they don't know anybody and they don't and they go to war with each other, yes, over like hunting lands and things like that. Right? But I, I don't know right. if you think it any of them try to spread their whatever religion no, no. that they created in their own minds against other people. No, they're no, trying to keep people out. They're like, leave us the fuck alone. Right. And, and then, like, a week later, you see them all wear Adidas T-shirts and ball caps. It's amazing. The world is an amazing place. Right. It's like tiny tunes, T-shirts that are oversized. <laughs> you know what? We should find one of those and toss down a fucking iPhone and see how long it takes them to fucking figure out what the fuck is going on. Or a Coke bottle. They have Coke is everywhere, dude. New Coke. They've got new you Coke. Know that, you know that I'm referencing a movie. You've seen it, right? Yeah, what was that movie? Uh, something of the gods. Crazy like the gods or something like that. I remember that. The gods must be crazy. The gods must be crazy. Right? I can't yeah. even remember what was in that movie. It was like a clip show movie, though, right? It was like different things happening. It wasn't like a movie beginning to end, was it? I don't remember uh, at all. I just remember a Coke bottle fell out of a plane and hit a tribal right. kid on the head, and they're like, what is this thing? And they, you know, it's some new it's technology. Or something, right? Right. You know what the best movie is, and I haven't seen it forever, and it's so weird because I hate Netflix because I'm like, this movie should be on Netflix, but no movie that you ever think should be on Netflix is on Netflix. Mel Brooks, History of the World Part 1. Probably one of the fucking movies ever made, in my personal opinion. It's been too long since I've seen it. It's got to be on Hulu or Amazon Prime or something. You have to pay for it, which sucks. But I hate to fucking pay three bucks. 
But he, but he had four bucks and own it. Could you? I might do that. I don't know, maybe. No, to own any of them is like 15 bucks. Oh, uh, looks like it's only on YouTube or Google Play for $15. Right. You got to pay for it. Rotten Tomatoes, the re- Rotten Tomatoes percentage review of History of the World Part 1 is 58%. That's you know what? The problem there is, dude, you have to be a sloth like mine to get a lot of fucking movies that people that yeah, just yeah. go over their head, right? They're like, hmm, right, right. not for me, right? Or that was stupid. And it's just like, you just didn't fucking pick up on it, right? Exactly. Like a ton of people don't understand why uh, The Simpsons is so popular, right? But it's because they don't fucking get the humor because they're fucking jackasses. You have to be smart. Mel Brooks humor seems on the surface like it's really dumb and stupid and childish. But it's done to illustrate something that's extremely fucking astute. You have to be tuned in to that frequency to understand what they're getting at. Right. Right. And it takes a very clever mind like mine or Rufus's, a 120 and a 119, respectively. Yeah, that's yeah. Our, you know, if we're talking about me and 168. Whatever. But, I mean, you know what? I would, Give me a website that you did your test on because I want to take one there. It was an yeah. app. I had to buy something. To you know what you need to invent? The uh, IQ test where we just you just pay by the point. Right. If you want to, you want to print out a fucking certificate that says 172, you pay us 172 dollars, and we're happy to write out that fucking certificate. We should make we should a make degree it. program like that. We should just start our own thing instead of Mensa. We just come up with some other fucking name for super smart people, or uh, you know, some kind of club for super smart people. <laughs> they were shunned by Mensa, right? We were shunned because we were too smart. Too smart. Out of the box thinkers. Right. Yeah. They can't understand. They, you know what? They can say IQ whatever. That IQ test didn't mean shit. Right. No. Of course, I got a 120 on it, and I'm very proud of that because that's how normal mortals uh, right. measure. You could take it tomorrow and get a 130. I could if I wanted to waste my time, but I don't have, I, I have things to do. I can't be sitting around taking repeat IQ tests. I just have other things to do. I'm happy with the 120, you know. So I'm just going to stick with 120. If I, I assume I'm smarter than that. You assume I'm smarter than that. So I'd say I'm probably, okay, I'm just going to start telling people I'm a 158. I, I think I you're think, doing people a favor by sticking with the 120. I mean, meeting you, you know the dude's beyond the 120. But thankfully, humble. He, he's, he's making himself approachable. Right. Approachable. Humble. I'm a humble 120. Let's say that. You are. You are. Thank you very much, Rufus. I appreciate that. And on that note, shall we wrap up this uh, episode uh, du jour, what we call the yeah. non episode? This is it. This is it. We shall never talk about Donald Trump on this. Well, I can't say that, dude, because I'm afraid that he's going to get in a lot of trouble now. Because it's yeah, other it'll be fun talk. It'll be fun. It won't be consequential talk. It won't be like, oh my god, how's he gonna fuck shit up? It'll be like, ha 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 ha. Talk, you know what he did. When you're talking about pardoning yourself or your family members, oh yeah, surely not a good sign, is it? 
No, that's no. a red flag. Yeah, when has anybody been? What if, what if Obama's like, I need to pardon myself real quick. <laughs> and uh, cool, peace out. Obama says peace out. Peace out. That's what I'm going to say when I'm leaving the Oval Office. Right? And I'm going to practice. Peace out. Stop, lotions. This is Double Z saying, ow, 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 peace out. It's Rip saying, peace out. Ow, I'm going to find the exit music and play it, Rufus. I know that it gets old, but... And I feel bad I did cut you off mid-singing the uh, exit music the other night, so let's do it right now. This is Double Z saying, happy, happy Wednesday. Ding dong, the dick is dead. Thanks for listening to Hypersoft Happy Hour with Zigzag and Rufus. Later. Latest.